Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Joey Harris Show for September 11th, 2015. Greetings and salutations to you. I am your host, Joey Harris, and back again. I know that I have been inconsistently consistent the last uh, month or two, um, not knowing, you know, if you're a regular follower or listener to this show that I was cranking them out there for a while every week consistently. Um, maybe not always consistent on the day, which I'm trying to get better about that, but always at least consistently trying to crank one out a week and then I will go a week without one or two weeks without one and, and try to get back in the rhythm. And now here you go, the second one in a week. Well, I'm, I had said before that I was going to try to go through and do that to make up some numbers of some shows that I have not had. So let's let's look at this. And I could not let today go past without at least some remembrance of it. I've done it the last two years. I've been on the air, and I said this was going to be just another regular thing, like I do my my Thanksgiving week story. Uh, around Thanksgiving, I do my Nobody Goes to Lewisburg for Chinese Food Story every Christmas, and I do my New Year's look back, look ahead every New Year's, around New Year's. And this is another thing is my remembrance of September 11th. First of all, though, I um, was... Would like to thank Big TJ for jumping in and joining me on the show on Wednesday. It was a fantastic show. If you've not heard it yet, uh, go back and listen to it. It is a fantastic show. We had a really good time doing it, and it's always good when TJ comes on. And It's an informative show. So with that out of the way... If you're alive today and you've been living for a while, or even if you haven't been living for a while, you know about September the 11th, 2001, 14 years ago, our world changed forever. And I wrote that the week that we're now living in a reflection of the way life used to be. And I talk about my girlfriend on here from time to time, and she's younger than I am, and so she remembers it differently than I I do. She knew what was happening, but it really didn't change the world for her the way that it did for people who are older. I think that if you are in, were 18 years or older, then it changed you in a significant way than it did for those who were not 18 yet. And as I did um, before, I'm going to do, <clears throat> excuse me, again, and jump back in and read some of my thoughts from that day. And I always remember and think it's funny that I wrote the day before as part of my journaling for that day. Consistency is the hobgoblin of little minds. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Well, September the 10th, 2001 was the last 
David, anything was consistent in our world. The craziness started. Thereafter, I was a security guard for during that period. That was right in the middle of my being a security guard. And at that time, I had taken over a shift Monday or Sunday, maybe, no, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, 4.30 in the afternoon to 12.30 in the morning. So I had my weekends off, and I had most of my days off. So I went to my fiancé at the time, later wife, now ex-wife, was headed to her house. And I remember there was a radio station that had just started up. It, it has changed formats since then, but it was an oldies, like a beach oldies music station. Then they were just starting up, so they had a lot of listenership, and the guy who did the news every half hour or so, I remember this, I was at some place and listening to the news, and it was the 8.30 news, and he goes, our... <clears throat> Regular newscasts, next newscast will be at 9 o'clock, breaking news as it happens at 8.30. And then I got to the fiancé's house at, like, whatever, 8.55, right before you would have had breaking news come on. I turned the car off, went inside, and... I've said it before, it was a big shameful thing to me to say that when September 11th was happening, I was having sex. There was just no way around it. By the way, worst sex I've ever had in my life. So there was just something there. Not to, I'm, I'm just telling you where it was and then we got up and started to look for something to eat and I turned on the television and that was it. That was it. So, that night went to work and worked in a little box and just oversaw people coming in and out because the second shift was working. They really couldn't go in and out and so the gates were locked but you needed somebody because they were all tucked away at the plant, so that's why I was there. And my boss at the time always said that we could read books, we could listen to the radio, we just couldn't bring in portable television and watch it because he thought that would be too distracting. So read a lot of books and listened to a lot of radio. And it was weird because at night with the radio, as it was, you know, the signal would clear and you could get radio from almost anywhere and but there was just news going on so I remember flipping from news station to news station and the news stayed on regularly consistently for a couple of days to be more um, consistent and I think a part of me switched over into that communications background I have and that reporter background. So I just started jotting down notes. 
September the 11th, 2001. Today is a major, major sad day in America. A terrorist or group of terrorists hijacked two planes and flew them into both World Trade Centers. Both towers then came down sometime later. Around the same time, another hijacked plane crashed into a part of the Pentagon. And a little while later, another hijacked plane crashed somewhere in Pennsylvania. My thoughts are really and truly all over the place. With that in mind, I will try to keep this entry as objective as possible. The time for emotion will come. This is not the appropriate time because emotions may cloud judgment. The earliest estimates show that at least 10,000 people are dead. By mid-morning, the FAA had grounded all air travel, and by the afternoon, Raleigh-Durham United had been completely shut down for the first time in its history. Greyhound has suspended all of its travel buses. Number seven, World Trade Center building has now come down. The United States is at the most heightened level of security. There are currently two warships and National Guards in the New York Hawk City Harbor. The military is on alert as if we were at war. Fort Bragg has been shut down and is accessible only to personnel. There are reports that warships were being dispatched along the East Coast, but I haven't gotten confirmation of this, so I don't know the truth of this. Washington, D.C. has declared a state of emergency. Public places such as Disney World, the Space Needle, Sears Tower in Chicago, all baseball games as well as other activities have been canceled, of course. The mercantile office located in the World Trade Center and heavily involved with gas and oil was destroyed. Gas prices have raised to about $6 more per barrel. They have settled for now around $32 a barrel. Thursday football games have been canceled. The immediate aftermath could be several days or perhaps even weeks. This afternoon, a woman with the local radio station said she received a call from a frightened young child asking if this was the end of the world. I haven't heard too much of this kind of feeling, but I don't know if it has become a fever fervor around the country. Forgive the spelling. There's been a report from NBC News that is saying that Osama bin Laden is responsible for this terrible tragedy. Again, this is just speculation. I've heard that there is a $5 million bounty on his head. This bounty possibly put on by the FBI speculation and rumors are running rampant around this issue. The planning it must have taken to pull something like this off just boggles my mind. It is being reported that United Airlines is going to offer $25,000 to the families of the victims of the plane crashes. This tragedy comes on the 23rd anniversary of the Camp Davis Peace Accords. There have been makeshift morgues set up in Manhattan and the hospitals in New York are overfilling fast. One of the most tragic incidents that has come out in the wake of this is the death of Barbara Olson. Barbara Olson is the wife of Ted Olson, who argued before the Supreme Court about the Florida election. Mrs. Olson was on one of the hijacked planes. When she learned what was happening, she called her husband twice and actually told him that her plane was hijacked. I just couldn't imagine. A producer from the television show Frasier was also killed. Half of the first 400 firefighters that reported to the scene of the World Trade Center are missing and are feared dead.
just a small, small snapshot of the tragedy of that day. We will never forget the images, the feelings, and most especially the people of that day. September the 11th, 2001. I'd like to thank you all for joining me today as we look back and remember so that we will never forget. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at the Joey Harris. I'm on Instagram at Joey Harris Comedy. You can be my friend at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash joeyh37. You can follow me on Periscope now. I'm going to send a Periscope out yet, but I'm also at the Joey Harris. And as always, you can email me, joeyharriscomedy at gmail.com. Folks, have a great weekend. Go out. I'll tell you what I told people 14 years ago, the weekend after September 11th. Go out. You have to be amongst people. Go out for a meal, even if it is at a fast food place. Enjoy that meal. Take somebody with you to enjoy that meal with. Put your phones down, turn them off, and just have a good time. Be amongst people. Soak in the camaraderie of humankind and your fellow man around you. I'll see you next time right here on the Joy Hair Show. Good night, everybody.